Yeah. Oh, I've got a, a secret section that's going to be pretty long, so we might bump the mailbag again. But we'll secret see. section? I don't think it's going to go great for me, but we'll see. We'll see how it is. You don't think it's going to go great for you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's going to be a lot of gambling. Howdy, it's Tuesday, January 30th, 2024, and this is episode 220 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City podcast. I'm Kyle Eskin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? Back on the coffee. No more Miller Lights. Yeah, no, no. Daytime recording. You know, I said nothing's better than drinking during the job, but no. I mean, the only thing better is drinking and recording a podcast <laughs> while on the job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sounds good. I'm allowed to take a lunch break with booze. Yeah. Yeah questionable <laughs> no, that's fine come on that's why you work in the public sector is it i, I think so i think it's pretty frowned upon <laughs> <laughs> i think actually the private sector is like way more okay with it than the public sector that's true that's true yeah certainly there was plenty of times that there was just beer at my job or like margaritas or whatever yeah no i think like one of the few things that can get you in trouble in the in the public sector is drinking is, is, on the job yeah. Yeah. And private sector, especially if you're a software developer, yeah, that's like a very normal perk of the job. Yeah. We had some meetings with startups and they were just like, you want a beer? We've got oh, taps. We've got entire taps yeah. of beer here. Yeah, man. Got to go to the WeWork and get the tap beer or whatever. That's true. Yeah. Anyways, always once never. Always once never. I think you've come up with a good one. It seems that to me, the theme is defunct peer restaurants. Yes. Pier shops at Caesars, playground pier, whatever you want to call it. And the three you've chosen are the Continental, which was the kind of Spanish tapas place that it's still set up and looks as good as new when I walked through <laughs> the pier. Sad. A, a couple months ago. Suzai, which was the sushi place up there. And then Trinity Irish Pub, which was the, well, Irish pub. And kind of more back towards the food cart. Was that down a floor? Was that on the second floor? Or was that still oh, on the third floor? Good question. I think it must have I been don't on the remember. second floor. I think it's on the second floor as well. But I went and looked for pictures because I was like, it's been it's been closed for so long that I really mm -hmm. want to see it. But there were not very many good pictures. I did forget just how much it was set up like a living room in there. Mm -hmm. The seating was kind of odd. And I remember we went for our friend Craig's bachelor party and like we couldn't even fit all of us at a table. I ended up at some like tiny counter facing away from everyone <laughs> eating because the seating was kind of odd. But I really like that place. The hot sandwich option was always good. The Carberry mm -hmm. option. I think we've talked about that restaurant a lot on this show. It was like an every trip place. It was for us literally an every trip place for a while. Briefly, Suzai was also like our first stop. Suzai, the sushi place, sort of out in the hallway at the Continental overlooking the ocean. That was like the first stop lunch place. So for an always once never, you know, <laughs> we have two places that had been sort of always. Always, yeah. It's more like never, never, never. Am I right? Yeah. I mean, Continental was like a special occasion kind of place. I know yeah. we went. Cer certainly that's where you took me when you won your uh, Royal Flush. Yeah, my first Royal at Bally's. But I think for this exercise, I thought about saying you can reopen one in a casino, but I don't think that's right. I think it has to be in the location. I think the location is important. Uh, it is important. I mean, that makes them all like less appealing because it's like so depressing to be on the pier now. Now, ACX1 Studios is going to be... A massive hit, uh -huh. and they're going to bring back one of these things for one day only, and one of these things forever. Oh, for always. And we get to choose. Uh-huh. I think that's the name of the game. All right. 
what do you think? What are you leaning towards? It's tough. I think my gut reaction is the Continental is the biggest addition to the city. That's exactly what I was going to say. I wanted to, to hold back to see what you're going to say. But I, I think that Trinity Irish Pub and Suzai are both a lot more replaceable than the Continental was. The Continental, even though it's the one we've certainly been to the least out of the three of them, every time I went, the food was very good. As, as far as I know, like I'm not super familiar with any tapas places that are exactly like the Continental. Amada in Ocean is sort of the similar style. <laughs> I've, of like I've never been. Yeah. Tapas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really big loss, I think. I think the same the same thing, especially with Rira being closed in Trop. Like, how many great Irish pubs are there now, other than Irish pub, which you can figure out if that's great or not on your own? Yeah. Um, is that the only one? I feel like I'm spacing on something. I don't know what else there, there is that's, like, specifically Irish. Yeah, you're right. I don't think there is one. Like, there's plenty of pubs, certainly, but Irish pubs? Uh, I don't think there's another one that we've been to. No, I agree. So I think that's a big loss. Suzai, I think it was very good. It was, you know, I loved eating sushi out there. And the fact that it wasn't a restaurant like inside of the pier, but you would just sit out and look over the ocean while you were eating. Like, I think that's a plus in its favor. But in terms of sushi, I think there's lots of good sushi in Atlantic City right now. Like the thing with Continental, I don't want to go every time. Like I didn't go every time when it was open right. before. That that seems like very obviously the, the once more, right? For me, at least. So the thing I'll say about Continental is they also had pretty good cocktails at a time where there was just no good cocktail bars in Atlantic City. Mm-hmm. I think that's been replaced a little bit. There's still not a ton of great options, but mm-hmm. if I was going to make an argument for always, it would be you can go up to there get and a cocktail. get a cocktail mm-hmm. in like one and a little thing. Order of, yeah. yeah. I wanted to say Suzai always, but like you said, it just doesn't add that much. Like bringing it that back... The thing it added was the ambiance of being able to really look over the ocean and see it and, like, see the whole south side of the boardwalk while you're there eating. I would say always Suzai, I think, and never for Trinity, but that's just because, to be honest, Irish food is, like, not my favorite. I like the pub aspect of it and, you know, whatever, getting some bangers and mash or some corned beef or whatever is fine every once in a while. But it's not something I need always, certainly. I would say always Suzai, once more Continental, never again Trinity. Which is shocking considering how often we went to the Trinity in our early, early days. I'm going to go totally different than you. Okay. I'm going to go always continental mm-hmm. because I also feel like it had the seating outside of the restaurant. <laughs> I never actually <laughs> sat deeper into the around restaurant. Around that, that weird little like circular area. With the fire pit. be sitting at tables around yeah, the, the fire pit. Yeah. So I think you do get that experience of being out, not all the way pressed up against the windows but like you were at Suzai. But I think with the ability to get a small plate and a cocktail, I'd do that. And just like I said, it adds so much to the city, I think, to have the Continental there, like way more than either of the other two. Yeah. I mean, you could say the same thing. You, you didn't bring it up, but Budokan, I think, also added quite a lot to the city in a way that maybe Suzai and Trinity did not. I never went to Budokan, so that's why I didn't add it. And I think out of the two, I probably would have preferred Continental anyway. And they felt very like similar in terms of their class. Yeah. You know, I, I also didn't add Phillips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was... Which is totally fine. Not to add Up that. on that third floor. And probably did better than either of the other two. Of them. It, prob- it probably did. Very but being from Baltimore, it's like there's a certain amount of scorn, I think, that we're bred into us to have yeah. for Phillips. I'm going to – so I said Always Continental. I'm going to say once more Trinity uh-huh. purely out of nostalgia because that is, for me, my first probably three or four AC trips were all one dinner was going to happen at Trinity no matter mm-hmm. what. Yep. And even just seeing the pictures on Yelp that, you know, I can't believe we're still there from – 10 years ago, probably almost. More than that, I would guess. Yeah, more than that, because we'll talk about something that was closed 10 years ago here in a second. 
it really made me realize like, oh, that was such like a part of my AC experience that, you know, I'm never going to get back. So it's just a pure, pure nostalgia play for you. Pure, just like, you know, if something's opening for one day only and I get to experience it the way it was at that time, that's it. Suzai, I loved. And I, and I think we talked a lot on the show about how great it was as, as a first stop, but I think I can sort of replicate that a little bit, at least with other sushi mm-hmm. places in AC. I mean, here's my thing. And this is going to be irrelevant for those of you who don't live in, let's say, Montgomery, PG County, Maryland. I lived for a couple of years in, in Silver Spring. And so, like, my local pub was McGinty's in Silver Spring for those years. And, like, you know, I did had a lot of fun there. And, like, we'd periodically have nice dinners with my parents or whatever. But, you know, much more often it was just me, me, me drinking there or whatever. <laughs> and, like, I don't think I've been back since 2007 when I moved out of Silver Spring. And I think it's still there. And, like... Do I really want to go back to McGinty's? It would be fine if if I did, but I don't I don't feel the need, and it's it's kind of the same with Trinity. Like I just don't feel the need to to go back. Yeah, I can see that. the The big thing that this hit me with was how much I liked the pier shops at Caesars when I first started going, and even then it was not doing great. I mean, there was there was still wasn't great. a lot of stores there and stuff. Yeah, I mean, we would go to Starbucks every trip, certainly out there as well, even though it opened at eleven a.m. and ridiculous. I remember the reputation of AC obviously not being great before I went and walking through the pier shops and thinking like, whoa, here's an Apple store and like fancy high-end stuff like a Tourneau watch store and good restaurants, Budokan. Swarovski. Yeah. That might still be open. <laughs> no, I, I, don't, I, think, I don't think so. I think the only thing still open might- It was like the might... very last thing to be, to be closed though. Is it sugar? There was still that like sports, yeah, so. sports quote unquote shop like- sportswear shop just like the one in tropicana in the quarter mm-hmm. uh that was still there last time i walked by but i don't know if it's actually open or if just the stuff's still in it moving on last episode we talked about hard rocks transition to unity and i think i mentioned how i tried to log in and it was like whoa 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 uh-huh we can see you've already got a unity account because you're such a frequent hard rock cafe customer <laughs> indeed which is true <laughs> i fear that you just go there and buy like balloon doors on the side yeah nonstop. Six dollars. They didn't have them at the store last time I went. I've popped in the store a couple times looking for something for my son, and they uh-huh. have not come through either time with the things. I oh want. man! Uh, so I got an email from Hard Rock saying we have become aware and acknowledge you may have duplicate accounts in Unity, which may cause difficulties logging into your account. With that, we are working diligently to quickly resolve them and apologize for any inconvenience this may cause. There's a lot of extra words in this. Let's cut this down, Hard Rock. You can say all of that in about six words the process of merging your accounts is currently underway and you'll be notified once it's been completed we appreciate just like your the, the process of merging, merging your borgata and mgm accounts was like an eight-month process yeah i'm sure this is going to take forever <laughs> i mean i'm guessing i'll just still use my hard rock wildcard rewards card mm-hmm. and just you know when i go to hard rock cafe i've got to use the unity card mm-hmm. for all the times i go to hard rock cafe but yeah man I'm glad that they're actively on top of it. It felt like the MGM thing was just like a big, well, we don't know if this will ever work. <laughs> so I'm a little bit more optimistic about that. The annoying thing is I wish I just didn't have the Unity account. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I got nothing out of it. I think I went to a Hard Rock Cafe once and used, like signed up just because they were like, Life. you get an appetizer for signing up. And I was like, sure. You're going to be the only person in the system to get your X card or whatever. Not from Hard Rock. <laughs> Atlantic City play, but like, you know, instead of putting $100,000 through the slot machines, you spent $100,000 at Hard Rock Cafes or something. Yeah, on Messy Burgers, yeah. on the Signature Burger, and on whatever <laughs> Hurricane. I have like a whole 
cabinet full of those souvenir hurricane glasses. Yeah. Just like my cabinet full of two AC mugs where I had hurricanes from the showboat. Sounds great. Speaking of showboat, what a transition. Lucky Snake emailed me saying that their pool hall is now open. Did you get this email? No, I didn't. I don't. I think I unsubscribed from the showboat emails. What? How can you unsubscribe from the most important property (laughs) in Atlantic City? Yeah, so I got an email. It's from Lucky Snake Arcade. The pool hall is open. So if you click the link, it just takes you to the Lucky Snake homepage, which Mm -hmm. mentions nothing about a pool hall. It's got a whole logo in the email, rack and roll billiards, get ready. It says G-E-Y ready, gay ready to rack them up and roll them out. (laughs) Officially open. Visit us now. It's weird that it's not on their social media anywhere. It's not on the website, but they emailed about it. Is it? Have you ever interacted with Showboat? Is that weird at all? It's it's not really that weird. It's the most on-brand thing they could ever do. It's such a Showboat thing because I really feel like they're just not on top of it. Like, what can you really say? Someone comes up with some idea. They're like, let's roll this out in like three days without planning anything. <laughs> oh, now we have a pool hall. And like, you know, is it going to be there in three weeks or not? Like, who knows? Yeah, I can't tell from the picture exactly where it is. Like, that would be helpful information, I feel. <laughs> I would like to provide this information to you, the listener. But that information is not available. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure walk around, you'll see it. Uh, so that's an option. I mean, I think that basically makes sense to have a pool hall. Like, that's an easy way that if you have some extra space, which Showboat has plenty of extra space, you can charge your hourly rate or whatever to play pool. And, you know, I know a lot of people enjoy playing pool or billiards or whatever in a way that I don't. So I'm not super familiar with them. But I think it makes sense for them to have, have a pool hall. Yeah, I'm interested to see if it's like swipe your card at the things and the balls come out or if it's like mm-hmm. the same way that roller skating is where where you go and pay and they give you that could be too. for an it could hour. could be by the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, either way would work. So that's the update on the Lucky Snake. The other update, kind of a surprise from Showboat, is that they hired a casino executive, a former casino executive, mm-hmm. Anthony Ferranca, who we've mentioned on yep. this show, the former GM. I recognize the name. Of Hard Rock Atlantic City. He was very briefly the president. I think he had about a three-month stint after Joe Lupo and then mm-hmm. got replaced. So he was promoted from GM to president. So he's going to be the GM of the showboat. And Jim Kennedy, who is on Twitter as AC Econ Policy, made to the point that the 10-year deed restriction that Caesars placed on showboat when they sold the property in 2014 expires in November of 2024. So let's wildly speculate Will Showboat be a casino? I think it makes sense. Like, is there any reason not to have some slot machines in there if they can do it? Like, I don't know what steps have to be taken for them to start operating as a casino once again. But if it's easy, like, I don't see why they wouldn't. Lucky Snake seems to be doing reasonably well, from what I can tell. It would be such a 180 from everything they've done, right? With Lucky Snake, with the racetrack, with the water park, to then be like, Oh, we're bringing back the old showboat. Here's the thing. And again, I, I don't know what the requirements are, the statute or what they're going to be for showboat. But, you know, is it going to make sense for them to have like blackjack tables? Maybe not. I personally would think that's the wrong direction for them to go. But literally, if it's just slot machines, I think that makes perfect sense for them. Keep Lucky Snake, but you just have an area of slot machines and stuff? Yeah, or just put them off to the side somewhere, not in Lucky Snake, but somewhere else, like... So in the back, I guess, is the racetrack, but is there still a back corner or something that's blocked off to the side of that? I think so, right? I guess, but, like, why would anyone play there? 
because you're already staying there or whatever and your kids go to bed and you come <laughs> yeah, down and I, I guess you know you would absolutely play there don't lie to me i would walk over to hard rock uh come on you just love the ace you can't get enough of it that's true i do put some bar top video poker at the ace uh yeah if they put bar top video poker at the ace i'll play <laughs> bar top video poker anywhere but yeah it just seems odd i mean i, I... so you think no is what it sounds like to me no, I think yes, but I think it's weird. Purely from a business standpoint, I'm assuming the revenue is higher from a casino. Right. The revenue is higher from three slot machines rather than one ski bowl table or whatever, right? Right. It's got to be. My huge hesitation is if they were to try to make it like a full casino, I don't trust them to run it. <laughs> I don't think they would. Like I said, I would think they'd have a a smallish slot area you know uh, and again i don't know what new jersey would allow or not allow but i'm thinking of places like in nevada or in other states where slot machines are more or less legal that yeah if they could jam like you know 50 slot machines somewhere or whatever 50 video poker machines i don't see why they wouldn't do it so obviously there's a lot of casinos that have arcades like harrah's opens an arcade like Harris, yep golden nugget used to have an arcade that's fine for some reason it seems really gross to me to have an arcade that has a casino <laughs> But again, it wouldn't be in the same area. Like, that would obviously be inappropriate. So the whole thing seems kind of odd to me. Yeah. So you do not think it will be, like, full-on casino, Lucky Snake is gone? I don't think so. Unless they think it would do better, but it seems like it'd be going against a lot of what they've been doing. And, like, maybe what they've been doing is, like, twiddling their thumbs and waiting for this, this deed restriction to end. But That's true. And we also we also don't know what kind of deal it is with, like, is it is Lucky Snake just some other company leasing the space like we don't know any of that uh, so i don't know yeah that whole thing also changes it stuff. seems kind of like it the way that everything's run in there it seems like since you know one hand does not talk to the other and in, inside the showboat yeah it seems like everything's just managed by different entities i mean you sent me mm. a what was it a reddit comment or a facebook comment? <laughs> just talking about how, like how nice a lot of the stuff in showboat is and like how terrible the hotel is yeah but just yeah that they seem sort of in mm. over their heads on the hotel side of it that i think pretty much nails it it's just a big hotel and a big property. Yep. And managing that stuff is hard. And then I think adding a casino adds a huge, huge layer to it. Unless it's like you said, with just you know, a room full of slot machines. At the end of the day, is Atlantic City some exploding new wave? Like, you know, everyone's making a ton of money gambling. Like not really. So no. I, I don't think I don't think it makes a ton of sense to convert everything to a casino. I think just a small supplemental casino makes much more sense to me, but we'll see. But then are they into, like, pilot and stuff? Like, I feel like it would hugely change their tax, what they owe in taxes. It seems like it would be tough to do it that way. There's a lot of questions on regulation and, and what would be allowed and what wouldn't be allowed that we're not in position to answer. Yeah, I think that if they were going to do a small casino, I think they would have to go in front of Jersey in some way and say, like... I mean, certainly, like, the way the rules were at least written in the past is you needed a certain number of hotel rooms or whatever, which they right. certainly have. Yeah. So I don't know if it's, like, you need a certain size gaming floor or not. I mean, from a sort of casino business standpoint, it'll be interesting to see what happens over the next year there and what kind of rumblings there are. Like, that sounds fun to me, at least, to track it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. All right. We have data. That's what people have been waiting for that we could have given you last episode and didn't. So December 2023 data is out, which also means that Q4 2023 data is out, which also means that year 2023 data is out. So December 2023 was a five full weekend month. 
And casinos were up just about 8% from December 2022, which is pretty good. Everyone is up except for Borgata, which was down about 3%. The big winner was Hard Rock, which was up 20%, more or less. But Trop Resorts, Ocean, and Caesars were all up over 10%. What do you have to say about December? Seems like a really good month. 2022 December, we had five Fridays and Saturdays. So... Mm -hmm. Seems not quite like for like, but similar. I don't know how much of a difference it makes that New Year's was on a Saturday. New Year's Eve, I think, was mm -hmm. on a Saturday in 2022. That probably is not the best for Atlantic City. It's probably better if it's on like a Wednesday. Right? Yeah. Because then you have a boom night that's right, not right, a weekend right. night. But right. 8%, I mean, seems pretty good. Everyone up except for Borgata Brick and Mortar seems really good. Borgata obviously still number one with $58.8 million. But yeah, December seems really positive after you know, a few months of not amazing. Mm -hmm. Looks pretty good to me. Yeah, I think it's a good month too. Uh, I think it's very promising. So moving on to Q4, Q4 was up just about 4% uh, year over year from 2022 to 2023. The big winner, unsurprisingly, I guess, is Ocean, which was up at 22%. And then Hard Rock and Valleys were both up between 13 and 14%. The losers were Harrah's, Borgata, and Caesars, which were all down right around 5%. Yeah, the only ones down from Q4 of 2022. Interesting, again, that Borgata's in there. Mm -hmm. Caesars and Harrah is less surprising. But yep. I think Q4 kind of unsurprising, obviously, because we've been looking at it month by month. But uh -huh. that's it's a good Q4. It is. Bally's up, yeah, like you said, 13 and a quarter percent. That's good for them. Like they need to show signs of a positive direction. Yeah, I think it was good, too, because if you remember back in, like, I think Q2 and Q3 were, like, not great, honestly, this year. And I think we were, like, a bit concerned. Yeah, Q3 was down 1% and Q2 was up ha less than half a percent. So, and then we had very strong Q1 and Q4s. I mean, I don't know if that means that Q2 and Q3 were outliers or if, like, the city's becoming slightly less seasonal or, or what exactly it means. But uh, I, I think either way, it was a good quarter and moving on to the year. Just one thing I want to mention real quick about the quarter that kind of segues into year over year is that quarter two, I mean, obviously, focusing on year over year is more important than quarter over quarter. But Q2, only one casino up. Q3, two casinos up. And then Q4, you get six casinos six. up. Yep. So that is a promising sign because I know one thing that people have harped on is, oh, well, you know, it's really only Hard Rock and Ocean that are making gains right. and every and they're taking away from everybody else. So to see those gains is a good thing, even though it's much more modest for everyone else. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's, I think it's just better for the city if, if more casinos are <laughs> in, in that growth. Right. But obviously, you know, quarter over quarter doesn't mean a whole lot. It's got to happen in the summer too. So And poor God of being down, it's still, obviously they had their disaster in whatever it was, September or whatever, which I think there's still some hangover effects from. Yeah. Uh, where, you know, nothing worked for the better part of a couple weeks. Right. Yeah, they were down 26% in September or whatever from <laughs> from August. Right, and, pretty much killed their whole 13 quarter. 13% year over year after they were doing quite quite well before that. And every quarter gets progressively a bit a bit better for them. So All right. So, year over year, what do you want to say? It was up 2 and a quarter percent. Only four casinos out of nine are up. Mm -hmm. Ocean up 16%, the big winner. Everyone else is within plus or minus 4%. You know, Hard Rock's plus well, plus 4.08%. And but the biggest loser is Tropicana minus three point thirty one percent. So like nobody did terrible, and nobody except Ocean did really really well compared to their twenty twenty two. So it's fine. I mean, I think it's totally fine. I think taken with Q four, it looks a little better because Q four looks so much better than Q two, especially. But mm -hmm. 
um, you know, AC relies so much on Q2 and Q3 <laughs> that you'd really like to see next year some more improvement in Q3. But All right. So getting to next year, I've come up with a little game for us that you were not expecting. I recommend that you get a pen and paper out real quick if you can, because I only have this written down, so I don't have anything to send you, unfortunately. Okay. I'm going to have to Are type you... it into the doc. Sure. So I'm going to give you nine numbers, which I have selected through a very unscientific method, which means some of them are probably quite bad, of what I think 2024 revenues could be for each of the casinos. Okay. And I want you to maybe on four of them, choose and give me an over-under, and then maybe I'll choose the other five. But you can go first, because I'm, I'm the one that's set the numbers, if that's makes sense to you and is fine. Okay. So we're going every casino here. Every casino. So Bally's, the number I have written down for 2024, is 159 million. So an increase. An increase of probably something like two, two and a half percent. So more than they increased this year. More than they increased this year. Borgata. I have something different written down, but I've thought more about it, especially as I was talking about it just now. Let's go with $725 million. So that's a slight decrease okay. from 2023. Caesars, I have $227 million, which is down another percent and a half probably about the same size drop as they had this year okay golden nugget i have 145 million dollars which is a very slight drop from this year hard rock i have 522 million dollars is the number which is like a you know three or four percent increase i think from 2023 harris i have 251 million dollars which is a very modest drop from 2023 about the same drop as they had from 2022 to 2023 Ocean, I have $450 million, which is a huge gain, but much smaller than they've had the last two years. <laughs> that would be a uh, huge prob year. Probably more like a 10% gain rather than the, they've had over 16% gains the last two years. Yeah, it's, it's less, a little less than 10. It'll, it's like between 8 and 9, probably. Resorts, $165 million, so actually a slight bounce back of maybe going up 1% from this year. Okay. And Tropicana, I have $236 million, which is a, a slight loss, a smaller loss than this year, certainly. Maybe about half the size, like 1.5% loss. Okay. These are the numbers. Yeah, I think it's fair for you to be able to pick any four of these, because I've come up with them, and tell me if you want the over or the under, and then maybe I'll pick the other five, if that makes sense. You get the advantage because you get to go first, obviously, and pick any outliers that you see. Okay, Borgata, over. Okay. Because I think they had the uh, hack... Uh -huh. And I think to say that they're going to be sure. down again, don't believe it. You don't think so? Not buying it. So I'm going over your $725 million. So you think Borgata is going to be probably up a year over year? Yeah. So sure. resorts, I think under. I think they oh, okay. continue a very slight decline. So you mm -hmm. had them. I had them going up like tick. under a percent probably or something like that. Only about, yeah, one and a half million from 2023. Okay. I think they go down ever so slightly i think it's going to be more like yeah 162 163 about where they were right. this year pick a couple more okay i think those those to me jumped out as you were saying them as the as obvious being ones. wrong okay golden nugget stuff because it's it's a modest decrease and mm -hmm. it's probably about in line with what they did this year i just really don't feel great about nugget i'm mm -hmm. gonna go under on nuggets okay 145 i think they mm -hmm. go down a little bit more than that that sounds right to me, by the way. I would have chosen under on Nugget, too. So. so one more. Maybe pick one more, and then I'll pick the rest. All right. Hard Rock, you have 522. Hard Rock, I have a much much more small raise than they've had the last couple of years. 
ocean, you have a big increase, but it's, yeah, like you said, 7 8%. It's between 8 and 9 I think it's like 85 and, and they've been at 16% the last two years. They've been over 16% the last two years. 16.29 from 21 mm-hmm. to 22, 16.3 from 20. So that's how close it is. I think I'm going over on ocean, I think. Going over on ocean? I do agree they don't continue that trajectory. I think uh-huh. that would be aggressive. I mean, it would be amazing. If you want, maybe pick one of the Caesars properties if you want, just to, you know, any, any one of the Caesars properties, and then I'll pick the other the other four that are left. I actually am sort of optimistic about both Caesars and Tropicana mm-hmm. reversing the decline a little bit. I think they're both decent properties. I think they're, you know, Caesars especially is investing in stuff. My initial reaction was to say Trop over, but I'm actually going to go Caesars over. Okay. I like caesar's over more than trump over too probably trump is so like crowded all the time and they're just revenues are not good so <laughs> i don't fully understand it must be like the crowd they're they're getting or whatever yeah it makes it feel like there's not much room to yeah. grow there like if you have that capacity all the time all right i definitely want the over for bally's i think i mean bally's was just a monster q4 it seems like they're turning around i think they'll be up they'll be up more than the two or three percent that i have them for hard rock yeah so they were up 14 percent last year and four percent this year and this is like going to be up two percent or something like that probably i want the over i would have said the over i don't think it's gonna i don't think it's a total no-brainer but yeah i would have gone over yeah I feel like that's that's more likely than than the under. Certainly, I think they're still on an upward trajectory, not like Ocean, maybe. But and so Harris and Trop, uh, I don't really feel very strongly about either of these. <laughs> yeah, theirs are both real tough to me. Maybe I'll split the difference and I'll say under for Harris and I'll say over for Trop. But I, I don't have strong feelings about either of them. I figured it'd be five dollars for each one of these, and we'd probably you know end up owing ten dollars in total because surely someone's not going to win all nine of these. <laughs> Forty-five dollars straight into the bank. That'd be awesome. So you have four overs and five unders. I think the most likely outcome of this is Atlantic City has a good year or a bad year, and <laughs> most of the overs or most of yeah. the unders take it. So I, I think point. we're gonna end up splitting this up pretty much. Yeah, I was looking very much at like resort by resort <laughs> trajectory and not really thinking about yeah citywide trajectory mm-hmm. which is probably a much bigger <laughs> right. effect going to have a much much bigger effect on how these bets hit so yeah it's a really good point very good anyway i like i said i imagine one of us is going to end up being five dollars up from from yeah. this bet yeah five and four yeah but we'll see yeah i'd be shocked if it's more than 15 that's if it's sure. more than six and three or whatever yeah we have some bets it feels like it's been a while since we've made any of our really yeah, it's know, good epically high stakes bets did we have any 2023 bets i don't remember we can check and talk about it next episode maybe we did get some mailbag questions from pat g so i will ask the first one because it's for you specifically pat says he had a chance to visit cardinal over christmas break for a happy hour and was very impressed i think you've been there weren't the cocktails great i have not been there but my brother was there oh i see i see I think he said one of the cocktails was not great, but overall, very happy with the experience, happy with some of the cocktails, and <laughs> very happy with the food. But no, I have not been there. I see. I thought you had, but I certainly have not been there. No. But, uh, so somewhere on the list for both of us, I think. I mean, certainly we like beret, so yeah, we'll have to go check it out. Pat says, my wife and I stay at Ocean now pretty much every AC trip, so like three times a year. What's the deal again with that pier right across from Ocean? I know you've covered every pier since 1900. I just can't recall the situation with that one. Is it the Garden Pier? It looks well-maintained, just totally vacant. 
It is the Garden Pier. Yeah, not much has been done with it. There used to be like some sort of a museum or something there, right? When we first started going. The AC History Museum was there. It closed. I can't remember if it closed because of Superstorm Sandy or from something else. Yeah. Then Bart Blatstein ended up buying it and he briefly came up with some harebrained idea to have like happy hour out there that I think he tried for like literally two weekends before stopping. Yeah, it was like a beer garden and food trucks. Right. And that lasted very, very briefly. Because we were there, like, literally, like, a month after it was announced, and it was already closed. I would like to see something happen with the Garden Pier. It's very pleasant out there. I mean, certainly there should be plenty of foot traffic up in the north part of the boardwalk, so something should be there. Yeah. like something should be in the normal pier. I don't think the answer is studios, but we'll see. Yeah, the latest information from noted primary source Wikipedia is that Blatstein still owns it. Mm-hmm. And, um, that he bought it in 2016 but that's where the, the slot machines are going oh yes outdoor slot machines smoking area yeah maybe that's the plan it's like maryland casinos that's what they have to do i think this is another good question for you to ask me all right have you ever played the cheer slot machine at resorts my wife found it and loves it so much that we now receive resorts mailers he says that's not a good thing but i think it is a good thing yeah i think so. i don't get any resorts mailers oh really i have not played the cheers slot machine I had a very brief period where I was into Cheers the show. Oh. It's a very funny show. That seems right. It doesn't surprise me. But I have not played the slot machine, and I will play it next time I go. I'll, I'll make a note of it. Next time I'm in resorts, look for the Cheers slot machine. Mm-hmm. Pat doesn't say if he likes the machine, just that his wife loves it. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, I think that's good. Anything keeps the wife happy. Question about Ocean. Have you ever noticed the massive size, pause, of the bathrooms by the district in Ocean, past the taco truck. It oh, is so like freaking big. Near the, uh, whatever that restaurant was called. Serendipity 3. Serendipity 3. Yeah. Yes, those those restrooms are gigantic. <laughs> uh, it always amazes me. My friend counted 22 sinks. It's also disproportionately structured compared to the two other floor casino bathrooms there. Yeah, so if I'm thinking of the right bathroom, the way it's laid out is you walk in the door and it's like... Just this gigantic sink area. Like it's like a square of sinks and there's like sinks in the middle and then you keep going and then you reach, you know, stalls and urinals and things like that. It is a absolutely humongous bathroom. Is it right down the the elevator from like where the shows are and stuff? Because that would probably help make a little bit of sense as to why it is so inhumanly big. Good question. I think the escalators kind of come down near there. I mean, I don't know. I've never been to a show at at Ocean, so. Maybe. It's not where I'm picturing them, but if you were to come in out of the bathrooms, there would be the district bars and restaurants on the left and mm-hmm. the former Serendipity 3 on the right. And you keep going and it would be like the Italian market. Yeah, well, it's kind of thing. like ahead of you is where the district is, right? And to the left, yeah. I feel like is a little hallway. And then there's like some escalators going up at some point. I can't picture the escalators. I, it, it, it's hard for me to picture it as well. That would make a lot of sense if it was connected yeah. to the shows. Because otherwise, just for like the restaurants and, it is and big. the district, it makes no sense at all. Yeah. I'll have to keep that in mind, you know, for when I get mm. the tummy troubles, as my son says. <laughs> the tummy troubles. Like I'm having tummy troubles. That's what they say in uh, Dragons Love Tacos. Oh, that is what it's from. That's where he got That's, it from. They, the dragons get tummy, the tummy troubles. I see. Okay, he loves that uh-huh. book. All right. Yeah, it's, it's a great book. Now we know. No. I'm, I'm glad I could help that help you out with that. Mild salsa now with jalapenos. <laughs> I saved some of Patchy's questions for next episode because I didn't want to blow right. through them all. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Uh, hopefully other people have been sending in questions, surely, Craig. They have not. We assigned homework, and they have not no been doing it. No one's done it. I'm very disappointed. We need questions, and we need always, once, never suggestions. Yep. So please All right. send those in. Well, thank you very much, everyone, and, and double thank you to Pat G for sending in some questions, and 
has apparently still having some ammo in reserve for for future episodes so thank you so much pat if you want to reach out to us or any of our other listeners you can do so at our facebook group facebook.com slash group slash do for a win find all of our great content at do for uh, reach out to craig on twitter do for win or me at kyle askin and send craig questions and always wants never suggestions to do for win at gmail.com Yes. Any last words? Disappointed about the Ravens, although I feel like I can't claim real disappointment since I only yeah. watched about two and a half games this season. Yeah. So did you watch the game? Is that why the Ravens lost? Because you said that it's like every game you've watched, have they've been awful, right? Yes. I did watch the game. Actually, I only watched the second half. So it's your fault. Yeah. And they were better in the second half than the first half, though. Yeah. In the first half, they were just dominated. The second half, it was just like, you know, some errors and stuff like that. So Yeah. I mean, you can't be too upset about being one of the last four teams in the NFL uh, and losing to, you, like, you the can. most dominant team of the last six years. This is, like, something truly no one cares about and is probably very on brand for me. But, you know, I care a lot about advanced statistics and stuff. And we were, like, one of the very best teams ever by certain advanced metrics and stuff. So it was very disappointing for, for us to lose in that way. But, like, it's frustrating. It's just, like, I don't think the Chiefs are a great team. I think they have probably one of the very best quarterbacks ever and like i think certainly has to be the best tight end ever by quite a wide margin and like i feel like that shouldn't be enough but alas maybe it is especially when it's the quarterback so yeah you also just can't stop running the ball entirely probably doesn't help yeah i don't i don't (laughs) i don't understand we didn't stop we just never started in the first place right yeah weird there's no stopping there was just (laughs) Uh, anyways very frustrating very frustrating we'll see i think 2024 has got to be the year because i think we're going to get blown up because of the seller cap after that so yes hopefully hopefully we can more or less get the gang back together for for one more run i was already making plans to buy a raven super bowl jersey <laughs> even though i don't actually watch the ravens that much I thought there was a good chance that they blew them out, so I made a bet before the game. I don't know why I'm sharing this other than so people can laugh at, you know, how dumb I am, where I had bid the line up to eight and a half or nine and a half, so it was two scores, and I was basically getting two to one. So I was happy with that, but obviously it was not a two-score Ravens win. So No, I mean, my thoughts before the game were that, was that it was either going to be a Ravens blowout. I thought it was going to be a Ravens blowout or a, like a tight Chiefs win or like yeah, maybe the Ravens could win close to. But like I thought Ravens blowout was like a considering we've absolutely blown the doors off of all the other good teams we've faced this year. Right. And won all those games by like 25. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's enough Ravens talk. Yeah. Anyway, very disappointed. And now don't expect us to talk about the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, <laughs> maybe we won't be around to watch it because we'll be doing something. No, but probably not. <laughs> all right. All right. Thank you guys very much, and we'll talk to you in a couple weeks. It's about the same time for me to get to Atlantic City as you to get to Atlantic City and get home in the car, more or less. I don't think that's true. It's like four hours for me, probably. Only because you stopped to charge your car. (laughs) Only because I take, like, the most laxity school route.